Hello, my friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you today. When you were a child, did they tell you to make a wish before you blew out the candles on your birthday cake? It can be pretty hard to come up with just one wish. I guess that's where genies show their understanding. They give you three wishes. If Jesus appeared to you at this moment and asked you what he could do for you, what would you say? I'll bet most of you have a ready answer. I certainly do. Today, let's consider this idea of asking, or if you will, making wishes. Perhaps you want God to heal you of some medical condition, or maybe someone you love, or perhaps you have a financial need, or maybe you have a son or daughter who has wandered from the path, and you're praying that they will come back to the Lord. Think about this wonderful passage of Scripture. Before I read it to you, I want you to make an effort to not Let it just roll off your heart like water from a duck's back. Ponder it and let it sink in. It is God's message to you. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now, to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Think about it, and I'm going to read it to you again. Think about it. To him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. I quote this a lot when I pray for people, especially those who are sick and need a touch from God. I've realized that when I pray this over people, I usually add a word that isn't there. I often say, he is able to do abundantly more than we could ask or think. It doesn't say that. It just says that God is able to do abundantly more than we ask or think. So what does this mean when we read it as it is without any editorial additions? It means that in our praying, we never scratch the surface of what's possible with believing prayer. Why is that? The default position for us human beings seems to be unbelief. That's not just true of non-Christians. Jesus, more than once, had to chastise his own disciples because they didn't believe him as they should. In Matthew 8, We read about a time when Jesus and his disciples were out on Galilee in a boat, and a severe storm arose. The disciples became desperate, thinking they were all going to die. I love the fact that during this storm and struggle, Jesus was sound asleep, not worried a bit. So finally, after trying everything they could think of, they woke Jesus up. Save us, Lord, we're all going to die. Of course, like always, Jesus saved the day. He made the storm quiet down. And then, instead of going back to his nap, he said to them, Why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Little faith. Although they had already witnessed many amazing miracles. It's just the way we are, I guess. Our natural reaction to any crisis is not to believe God. This is why we are repeatedly exhorted in Scripture to believe. When people were telling Jairus, the synagogue leader, to stop bothering Jesus about his sick daughter, our Lord said, 
Do not fear, only believe. On the occasion of the cursing of the barren fig tree, he said, Have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and be thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. I could go on with these for hours. We all need more faith. It comes from hearing the word of God. So let me give you some more. Recently, our son and his family moved away. They're now living in Dayton, Ohio. The other day, we were FaceTiming with them. Our precious four-year-old granddaughter said to my wife, Grammy, I want you to come over to my house. It didn't occur to Stella that this is impossible for us right now. She just asked. Children are very frank about what they want, and they're not afraid to ask for what they want. Of course, even though it isn't practical at the moment, when she said that I wanted to jump in the car and drive the 600 miles to be with her. Now remember what Jesus said, Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. God requires, he doesn't suggest, he requires that we have childlike faith in him. Jesus said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, How much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? I've had to come to the place in my life where I must admit that I've probably never really believed these simple words of Jesus Christ. Do you? God wouldn't tell us that he's able to do more than we ask or think if he didn't want us to ask. That's why Jesus said those words I just quoted. I'm afraid that many of us, including me, have a deep down feeling that we're imposing on God when we ask for anything in prayer. If there's one thing that I don't want to be to anybody, it's a bother. Imposing on somebody is something that I never want to be guilty of. But with God, we can't impose, we can't tax him, except maybe by our lack of faith. Remember this about God. He created the universe with his word. He didn't have to gather a bunch of materials and then spend a lot of time figuring out how to put them together to make stars. Hebrews 11.3 tells us, by faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. And look back at Psalm 33 verses 8 and 9. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. The God who can do this is not intimidated by your need. He can do anything. As a matter of fact, he can do much, much more than you will ever ask him. Years ago, I heard a woman give her testimony about 
being thrown out by her husband because of her drug addiction. She wandered into a little storefront church in Detroit and heard this word from the young preacher there. It's Jeremiah 32, 27. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? Through that inspired word, she found deliverance and salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. I want to read that one one more time also. Listen. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? My friend, Jesus told you to ask, to seek, to knock. And he said that the one who asks would receive. The one who seeks will find. And to the one who knocks, the door will open wide. So do it. Heavenly Father, please forgive my unbelief, Lord. I want to believe. Help my unbelief. Impart to us that gift of faith that comes through hearing the Word of God. Help us to abide in your Word, to read and study, memorize, and listen to the Word of God more faithfully day by day so that our faith might grow. I pray that faith would grow in the hearts of my listeners, that they would boldly ask you for their needs to be met, Lord God, whether it's healing or provision or whatever it might be. Build up our faith, Lord God, and help us to boldly ask as Jesus told us to do. And this I pray in his powerful name, the name of Jesus. Amen. Dear friend, I would ask you to ask God on our behalf at the Bread of Life Anglican Church that he would give us good success, not in building a a big church for ourselves, but in reaching the lost people of Schenectady, New York. We meet every Sunday at 10 o'clock in the morning at the American Legion Hall, which is located at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. Pray for us. And if you're in the area, if you don't have a church home, you're looking for a place to worship, I wish you'd come see us. You'd find a loving welcome in uh, the Bread of Life Anglican Church, 10 o'clock, Sunday, 1809 Union Street. And as always, I may be reached through email at father.danjones.com at Outlook.com. I pray that God will bless you richly.